Hey everyone, welcome back to The Writer's Lens. This is Josh J.C. Alfelto, and Happy New Year. It is 2019, so welcome back, and thanks for sticking with me on this podcast. Really appreciate it. Uh, appreciate all the support through 2018. If you're a new listener, be ready to be wowed in 2019. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so on that incredibly humbling note, uh, this episode, which is my first solo episode of the new year, uh, also happens to be my uh, second time doing a January episode. So it's a it's a good time to kind of look back on 2018 and do some reflection as well as look forward into 2019 and see what's in store uh, for the new year for myself, for this podcast, and kind of just give my thoughts on just how things are going uh, in, in my creative realm, my little neck of the woods, my small corner of the universe. And uh, again, I guess just kind of talk through some of those things, lessons learned, and perhaps uh, hopefully some new experiences to be had. So the way I want to break down this episode, and, it, and in a weird way, it's a bit of a confessional. I think it's, I don't want it to sound that way, but it may, uh, as we as we go through this this list of items that I have for this, uh, um, uh, for this episode. But I want to break it down in terms of wins, uh, and misses, not wins and losses, but rather what was a win in 2018 and what was a miss? Uh, because uh, I don't really think I had many losses in 2018 as far as uh, from a creative or a writing standpoint. I don't really think I lost uh, anything significant as from a, again, from a creative point of view. So I'm really looking at this as missed opportunities and things that, that did go well as far as uh, the way I can see it. So first of all, let's talk about some of the wins. Um, biggest one, I think, would be this podcast is still alive. Yay, right? So that's a round of applause. Yeah, this this podcast that I started back in 2017 has now been over a year old, and I, I love doing it. It's uh, I've said before, it's a form of therapy, but it's also a great way to connect with other creatives and other authors and, and other storytellers. So I've really enjoyed what this has done. I mean, I've learned a ton about just <clears throat> recording and radio, which was something I wanted to do back when I was in high school. So getting to kind of do this again is, is almost like coming full circle for me. So keeping this podcast live is, has been a big win. Uh, I also, during the middle of the year, uh, if you're completely new to this podcast, no big deal, uh, but uh, you're a little bit spoiled because uh, middle of last year, I got a brand new logo. Which was a cur- uh, which was courtesy of a of a gentleman that I had contracted who is out of Venezuela, Mr. Jesus Cordero, uh, who does great work. If you like the logo for the writer's lens, and I highly recommend his work. And uh, I had been wanting to rebrand myself for a while, and I, I wanted something other than just my smiling face uh, for this podcast. So uh, I was able to to have the funds and have the ability to go out and and find someone who does great work. So. That's a big lesson, I think, in terms of being entrepreneurial and just being a creative in this kind of space. Uh, you have to make some kind of financial investment in what you're doing. I think that there is a big misnomer out there that just doing sort of roughshod work that's kind of haphazardly uh, going through it. Yes, we're all learning as we go, but there is something to be said for putting some a bit of an investment into the things that you care about. And so that was one thing that... Uh, I wanted to do in 2018 was to kind of rebrand this podcast, and with the uh, the go ahead given by my my wonderful and beautiful wife, she said go for it. Uh, so I immediately sprang all over that, 
And uh, so here we are. Here we are with a new logo. I also can report that my downloads for this podcast have been steadily increasing since I started it. So a little bit of shameless self-promotion, if there ever was one, uh, for 2018. In fact, November was the largest month I'd had. November of 2018 was the biggest month I had for downloads if I went by a month-to-month basis. So again, uh, listeners and those who are tuning in, thank you so much again for that support. Um, uh, it just, it, it puts, uh, I love using this analogy, but it puts wind in your sails. It really does. I mean, not that I boat often, <laughs> but, I, but the idea of kind of floating along and then suddenly getting a, a nice gust of wind is just, it, it's great. So thank you guys again for, for checking in on this podcast. Um, also from a very personal standpoint, I've been journaling a ton more and I've been reading a ton more in my spare time. And this is something that it should be as easy as breathing in and out if you're a, if you're a writer. You got to be reading, and you have to be reading the best. Okay, you can read other people's work that uh, that you may like or you appreciate or as a close friend or whatever. But reading from the pros, reading from the masters, uh, it's a good way to have a virtual mentor. Is to be reading the best that are out there in your genre. If you're if you're writing something or studying someone that is that has quote unquote made it at least uh, you know within a small pocket of influence that you would consider to be influential. So uh, that's something I've I've been able to cultivate in 2018 is learning how to regiment my reading and regimenting uh, this podcast and my writing, and that's something also I'm going to kind of unpack a bit later in this episode because it is a bit of a win and a miss in this at the same time. But the journaling has been wonderful. Uh, again, a lot of people use journaling for therapy, for for sort of self, uh, self-therapeutic reasons or, or whatnot. And though a lot of my journaling can be that, it's also been very reflective in a sense of seeing things that have recurred over and over again that I'm able to go back and say, okay, this is something that's troubling me and I need to address it. Or this is something that is a great win and I'm, I'm grateful for this. And I'm grateful that I've been able to you know, move forward in this avenue or, or this business venture or something in my relationship, specifically with my wife or my kids. Those are things that you should write down and you should dedicate those to memory. Uh, the great wins and the things that you can find uh, to be grateful for is good to put it down on pen and paper because it's been proven through study that putting it on paper through a pen or a pencil is you're more likely to remember that than actually typing it ironically enough so um so those were some of my big wins for 2018 uh from a creative uh writing standpoint now my misses and now my misses is in my mrs misses uh mrs felto who's wonderful she was not a a miss in 2018 (laughs) but uh my m-i-s-s-e-s of 2018, the biggest one, if you've been tuning in on this podcast, was my missed deadline for my second novel, The Shadow of Mars. And this was something that, in hindsight, and I'm going to unpack this a bit, was demoralizing, not devastating, not catastrophic, not one of those things that you curl yourself into a ball and you hide out in your closet for a couple days and you cry yourself to sleep at night. Although there were nights when I was, I think, feverishly beating up my pillow with a fist uh, because I, I knew that I was way behind on my set goal. But the missed deadline was was something that I, I almost foresaw happening as early as October, because that's when I started talking about it on this podcast. I started talking about 
getting my manuscript done. I was going to get this thing finished. I started a series, uh, episode 40, I think was the first one that I did, where I started touting how I was going to talk about the process from start to finish. And hopefully by the end of the year, uh, publish my book, uh, have my book ready for, for everyone to read. And that did not happen. Uh, as you may or may not know, that did not come out, that did not come to fruition. And I find that there were, there were two reasons for this. So the first big reason for why I did not meet my launch date was really that I just backed myself into a corner creatively. And I was, when I was preparing this episode, I was trying to think of the best way to explain this because I had about a 90 to 100 day sort of seeing into the future, had the vision of when the launch was going to be. It was going to be towards the end of the year. I had just started a series on uh, beginning of idea, inception of idea, and then carrying it to the end of the timeline, which was basically going to be when I launched my book. And I, I had it all planned out. I, I had the, the episodes in sequence. And then what happened was, is as the dates were, were piling up and I, and I had my manuscript and it was, it was just about done, I was doing the editing and proofreading on it, the second thing came in, which was I just didn't feel at peace with it. I, I just didn't feel right about launching it yet which is something that I think most writers go through. I think most creatives have that, that momentary lapse of, is it any good? Did I leave something out? Should I put this back on the shelf for a while? Should I give it some time to breathe? And for me personally, I just wasn't feeling at peace with where it was going and where it was headed as I was editing it, as I was proofreading it. And so this big gaping hole started, started to kind of creep forth into my plans and although it was it was really kind of rocking me and, and kind of taking me off course and really distracting me from where I was headed with this launch, I, I decided to stay the course with the podcast. I wanted to keep going with the series I was on. I wanted to keep going with, hey, every week I'm getting closer to, re- to releasing this thing. But in effect of doing that and creating a bit of public accountability by, by putting out these episodes, I think I really constricted myself even more so creatively than I intended and I know that might sound strange to say. I mean, I, I've talked a lot about, you know, having creative checkpoints and creating sort of realistic goals, short steps leading to, to larger leaps, things like that. But for me, it was, it just, I wasn't at peace with where this thing was going. And, and ultimately, as a self-publisher, as a, as a person who self-publishes, this is kind of a double-edged sword because you have all the control in the world to release your book whenever you want to which is great, but you also have all the control in the world to release your book whenever you want to, which is also really bad because if you don't have a bit more accountability, if you know if the juices just aren't flowing, uh, you can get into these situations like I was in, which basically said, hey, if you don't want to release this thing in 30, 60 days, no one's telling you that you have to. Okay, you can put this off again. I mean, if you're not feeling at peace with it, then so be it, put it down. And that's really where I was. You know, I, I was going through the proofreading process. I was editing it. I was trying to, to see, you know, if the, the story was connecting the way I wanted to, and I just wasn't feeling right about it. And I, I think even though this was a big miss, I really do see it as a little bit of wisdom, I think, coming through. Because in the past, when I would write something, and when I was self-publishing in the, in the past, you know, years ago, when I first started uh, authoring books, I had this propensity to want to just launch something as soon as possible. And even if I felt like, well, I'm not totally all right with it, which again, I've I've said this before, you don't have to be 110% sure that your book is ready. 
<clears throat> you just need to be able to take that that final leap because you're gonna you're gonna face that that friction at the end, right? That that something's gonna try and stop you from doing this uh, if it's worth doing. But ultimately, uh, I was so quick to want to put something out there that I would just release it because I I just would think to myself, if I don't do it now, I'll never do it without really thinking it through. Am I at peace with this? Do I feel like this is a completed work? Uh, is it something I can, you know, feel proud about doing, et cetera? So I just didn't feel that with this book for this for this past year in 2018. I just I just wasn't feeling that. And it showed up in my work. I mean, it was, uh, as I said, I, I felt like I was backed into a corner creatively. I just, I was working at my own pace, which usually is okay, but it just, it, something just wasn't coming together for me. And so uh, even though I was continuing the podcast series, which I will do, I mean, I will continue that series into 2019 when the time is right. But I really felt like towards the end of the year, as, as the days were going by, the months had passed and it, it wasn't getting any easier for me to hit this deadline. I, I felt myself retreating more and more into the space of, well, you know what? If it's not right yet, Josh, it's just, it's just not right. And so I, I made that conscious decision to, to not launch ahead of time or prematurely or, or start announcing things before they were ready. So, so I think even though it was a miss, it was something I could learn from. And uh, there was some wisdom there, I believe, in pulling back from that ultimate deadline that I'd put myself under. That's okay because we can learn from our mistakes. We can learn from, from failures. We can learn from missed opportunities. Because in, again, in my mind, it's not a loss. It's a missed opportunity. So you can have more opportunities. You can always get more opportunities. You can always try to get that second chance. If you count it as a loss and it's over, it's done with, you're never going to do it again, then you've already defeated yourself. You've already defeated the idea of ever getting back in the ring, ever stepping up to the plate, trying, you know, all those good analogies. You've already sold yourself short of being able to accomplish your goal. So just something to, to keep in mind going forward. And and my other small miss that I wanted to tackle on here from 2018 was uh, was I had, you know, I didn't have very many interviews for this podcast. I I did a lot of, uh, <coughs> I did a lot of solo episodes talking about narrative and storytelling and the psychology of storytelling and good versus evil and, you know, how to be kind of the, you know, the the tip of a spear, the end of, end of a bullet in the in the culture wars, the narrative wars that are out there. And I love that stuff. You know, I, I love being a student of those kinds of things. A lot of the reading that I was doing uh, was was into those things. Uh, recently discovering a gentleman by the name of Joseph Campbell, uh, who written a book called The Hero with a Thousand Faces, talking about the the myth, the hero's journey. That was a, one, a wonderful little case study that I got to do this year. But not a lot of space in terms of connecting with other creatives connecting with other writers and artists. I mean, I had a few interviews this year, but definitely got away from that a little bit this year as opposed to when I had first started the podcast and I was very much into trying to have more people on here. So that being said, as far as the wins versus the misses, now that I've I've uh, detailed those for you, looking ahead, what you know, what what's in store for me? What's in store for I should say the writer's lens for for JCL Felto? going forward in 2019? Well, first and foremost, just repurposing the writer's lens as, as to what it is. And that is kind of my mission statement, if you will, is that storytelling is is paramount to to us as human beings. You know, we we engage in narratives. We, t- we, we love hearing stories. We love telling stories. You know, we have our own story that we're telling every day through, through our actions, who we are. 
And that's what this podcast is about. It's about story and seeing the world through that the lens of a writer and being able to engage with other people's stories. So I'm going to have some return guests on the writer's lens in 2019 uh, just to kind of come back, continue their stories. I'm going to have hopefully some more guests. I do have some people lined up that have not been on the writer's lens yet, so I'm looking forward to sharing their stories with you and uh, also just kind of engaging in theirs. So that's something to look forward to as well. And in that vein of, of having return guests and new guests on here and making time for it, I really want to be in the in the mindset of uh, cultivating more good habits, which is something I was doing very well in 2018, aside from the aside from the missed, uh, big missed deadline, just continuing to take very seriously my time as a writer and the time that I give to it to write and to read. Uh, these are the things that, that are small steps that lead to very big leaps later on. Uh, so I want to continue to be aggressive about that in terms of my quiet time, my silent time, my reading, uh, giving myself space to breathe creatively, uh, continuing to engage with the creative community that is around me. Absolutely, that's important. But in order to filter out all the static and really for me personally to be even more transparent, time with God, time with God alone, just to kind of hear his voice and to try and start to key in on where are the areas that I should move in next? Uh, because being the type A person that I am, it's very easy for me to catch hold of something that I think is a great idea and to just run with it. Just just run with it and be like, yes, this is going to be good. And in my prior life, uh, that worked usually pretty well, even though sometimes it could look like a train wreck because I'm always pretty methodical. But uh, in ventures like this one, in terms of being a writer, I mean, you only get so many opportunities. You only get so many opportunities to wow somebody. And I want to be able to walk into that confidently, boldly, but uh, with a sense of, I know that this is right because I've spent enough time prepping for it. So that's really my, my game plan there. And all of that being said, the biggest thing for me in 2019 is going to be hitting the new deadline for The Shadow of Mars. That's going to be the big one, is getting this second book out, making it happen, going to release this thing. That's my big, big goal for 2019. I have not set up the timeline yet. I haven't set a deadline. I'm not saying that to be trendy or hip or cool. I'm just saying that I, once I kind of simmer down here a bit from doing this episode and and interviewing a few other folks and just finishing up the the last pieces of my manuscript uh, for The Shadow of Mars, then I'll start talking deadline to, to launch this thing. So I am looking forward to that. It's going to be awesome. And uh, Lord willing, uh, it'll happen sooner than later. Uh, But uh, the horizon is bright as far as I can see. So thanks for tuning in on this podcast. Thanks for sticking uh, with me, even if you were let down by the fact that I didn't release a book in 2018. Rest assured, uh, there's 12 months ahead. Not saying that that's a guarantee, but yes, it's going to happen. It's it's going to happen this year. Uh, Lord willing. The Shadow of Mars will make it, will rear its head. Maybe another maybe another short story or two will come out of me this year. I'm kind of hoping to, to do that, especially if I start getting more and more serious about uh, garnering some of my time uh, with uh, being quieter in the mornings and, and my reading and, and just with the time I use for my writing. So, so until next time, guys, uh, again, thanks for tuning in on The Writer's Lens. Happy New Year, and uh, look forward to sharing uh, new content here coming up in the next few weeks. 
my next episode, I'm going to transition back into uh, kind of the, 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 the process again of, of publishing a book, but, uh, but kind of taking a new angle on it this time, talking about the story of it itself. So I'm uh, looking forward to getting that one out there for you guys too to, to kind of chew on. So, all right, well, have a good rest of the week, everyone. And I will catch up with you again soon. This is Josh J.C. Alfelto for The Writer's Lines. Mm-hmm.